Today we're jumping into the final part, which is part three of how to have your best school year ever. And in the previous two episodes, we also talked about the other two things. So I'm going to list all of them. So the first one is take the stress out of planning. Secondly is to build relationships. And today we are going to be talking about leveraging your successes with PR. Now, if you have not listened to the previous two episodes, I would encourage you to go back and listen to those as these all build on one another and they work together to hopefully have the best school year ever. Maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. When I first started teaching, I was hit really hard when course requests and registration came in the fall for the following year. I thought I had done an awesome job of teaching, which of course I was a first year teacher, so it probably wasn't like awesome, but I thought I had done a good enough job that students would then sign up for my classes for the following year and that they would tell other students. And I taught at a huge high school. So I believe it was my second year of teaching. We had 3,000 students. And so I should have had absolutely no problem teaching all the classes that I was teaching the previous year and just filling those up. And I even thought maybe I would get rid of some preps because students would hear how much fun the other students had in my class. Not the case. It wasn't until I realized that I had to toot my own horn and leverage the success of my students and my program using other means of advertising and getting out into the community that my numbers started to increase. And unfortunately, that actually took me several years to figure out this last piece. When I first started teaching, I really did, like I said earlier, I was thinking that everyone was going to sign up for it, but then I also thought that I had a lot more people on my team. And while I do, and while you do, the counselors, everyone's trying to work together, but people just don't really know what you're doing. So there's some things that we as CTE teachers kind of have to I guess fight against as we are promoting our programs. So the first thing that we need to think about when we're using PR and the reason we need to use PR is parents were once students and remember school a certain way. That's like a bad thing because, or I guess it could be good. So depending on the experience that the parents of your students or future students had in school, there is automatically a perception of what your class maybe based on what it was like when they were in school. If they had a bad experience, they are probably not going to encourage their student to sign up. If they had a great experience, then they will. And it's just going to stay that way unless you have some other information that comes in and lets them know that whatever they were thinking, either good or bad, is different. So we've got to get out in front of them so that their perspective shifts. I know that there was a teacher in a Facebook group who was commenting about financial literacy and there was a parent who was mentioning that we need to teach financial literacy in schools and this teacher was really upset because he teaches financial literacy. And what was interesting is that 
it may or may not have been taught when this person was in school. So they really had no idea if it was at the school. And if they did know that it was at the school, they probably have no idea what is actually a standard for that class or what they will be learning in that class. So it is our job to really educate our community using PR. Okay, so then the other thing is, is that when those parents were growing up, college was the only option for a high paying job. And that was just where everyone was directed to go. If you wanted a high paying job, you went to the college track, not realizing that there are a lot of high paying jobs that are not the college track. There's probably some sort of post-secondary education. There might be some sort of additional training, on-the-job training, whatever it is, but there was a stigma. And in some of these parents in these generations' mind, there is still that stigma of that this type of person, this type of student, goes into that type of occupation. So once again, there's this other added thing that we need to help educate our parents and our students of the possibilities of things that await them if they were to go into one of our programs. So example, I've got my husband teaches welding and he has several students who did go on to college, but they worked in industry and paid for college the whole way through. They didn't get in debt at all because they had such high paying jobs to get them through. Then there's also a lot of unions and trades unions that will actually help you go to school and they will pay that while you're actually getting benefits and you're making a salary. And that just doesn't happen if you're an ordinary college student just going the college only track. You do have to have some sort of skill in order to get a job like that. So then the final barrier or I guess thing to think about when you're using social media and PR for your program is that social media can blow up quickly. So it can be for good or for bad. So because we have so many parents and so many students on their phones a lot, they're on social media a lot, if they hear something negative that happened at school that day, or if they hear or see something positive that went school that day, they're likely to share it. And it just kind of snowballs. And so the idea is, is that hopefully we are showing them more positive things that are happening throughout the day while their student is at school, while they are in our classes, that gets them excited and makes them feel good about sending their student to our school. Right now, there are a lot of different choices that our parents can make. Now with the pandemic, there's a lot of people who are doing homeschool or online learning, and that fits with a bunch of different students, but we kind of are starting to fight some different things that we may not have realized was going to be a challenge a few years ago. So let's dive into the solution and what you can do to combat all of those things that I previously talked about as far as the parents, how they remembered school, how college could be the only option, and where social media can be used for good or bad. So your solution is to tell your own story. So don't be afraid to toot your own horn for everything, not just your student successes, but just the learning that is happening in class, a simple day 
today, things that you're doing in there that you may not think is extraordinary, but to an outsider, to someone who may have those stigmas of how school was when they went to school, for them to be able to see so much hands-on learning, especially after the pandemic, if they were able to see just some technologies that you're using in class, some things that you are able to provide these different perspectives and this awesome learning experience will really help you and your program. So how exactly are you going to do that? Now I'm going to give you homework or an assignment for this upcoming school year. I want you to challenge yourself to set a goal for how frequently you want to be sending information to whoever the PR specialist or PR person or social media manager is for your school or your district so that more of your information gets out there into the wider community. To get you started on that, go ahead and grab my done for you captions. They are free. You can find them in the link in the show notes. And what they are is it's literally like a plug and play, a fill in the blank. You can go through and you can put your name in certain places, what your students are doing, and just quickly copy and paste that and send it into an email attaching some sort of picture or video of what has been happening in your class. And you could even pre-schedule a lot of that out so that you could have things going out on the first day of every month and for the entire school year. And then I'm going to give you a little teaser about what we're going to be talking about next week in next week's episode. But I actually went online and I looked at five different high schools. They were public high schools and how they posted and what they posted specifically on Facebook. There was one school that was on Twitter, but what they posted and how they posted throughout the last school year and the things that I learned from looking at those different social media accounts until next week. 